Welcome to Realoran International Ministries Incorporated with Anne Elizabeth, where real people meet a real God. Welcome to Realoran. I'm so glad that you have joined me today for our look and our lesson at sharing the gospel. In the book of 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 4, it reads as follows, Who will have all men to be saved and to come into the knowledge of the truth. Before we can share the gospel, we need to understand the gospel. Uh, the gospel, the bottom line to the gospel, is sin must be removed from our life before we leave the earth. If we leave the earth in our sin, we will enter into hell that is flushed into the lake of fire. We know that the Bible teaches us that we were all born into the world and heading south into the lake of fire. And the Bible teaches us that Jesus is full of love and is welcoming us and is asking us to come to his cross and to seek forgiveness of our sins and to have our sins remitted in the blood of Jesus Christ and to enter the kingdom of God where we, be, where we will be transformed into the image of Jesus on a daily basis. I was very alarmed uh, back in 2001 when the Lord appeared to me to heal me and he took me to heaven. It's stunning. It's beautiful. It's, it's uh, the reward of the Christians. It is definitely an inheritance worth having. But what alarmed me uh, to my core, to, to my interior, was the fact that I was placed into hell. And I saw the different locations in hell that God allowed me to view. And I was startled that people were there. I was startled that there was a hell. I was startled that it was underneath the earth. But the most startling thing happened when God said to me, if you don't leave your life of sin, this is where you're coming and there's nothing I can do about it. So we need to deal with your sin now while you're on the earth in the middle because heaven is above, earth is in the middle, and hell is below. And when we leave the earth, we check out. We're going to check into either heaven or hell. There is no other location. We do not return to the earth as another soul or as another, as a bird or a duck or Aunt Mary's dog or whatever all this other jazz is. We do not come back as we do not return. And it was a horrible place. Hell is a horrible place. But I never heard in my Christian upbringing to the different churches and the different preachers uh, anything about this. I was startled. I was very uh, shaken. I had to process my encounter through the Word of God. And what's astounding is that everything that I encountered is in that book called the Bible that I neglected to read in its entirety. As you know, I just took uh, little pieces here and there of things that I enjoyed. Hell was not a subject I cared to, to study or know about. 
but the Bible clearly tells us in the book of Revelation chapter 10 that reality is both sweet and bitter. It's like a rose, you know. You see the beautiful red rose opening up, and it smells so beautiful. And we love that part of the rose, but if you have a rose, you also have thorns, which is bitter. And so life and eternity is like a rose. You know, we have the beauty of heaven, and we have the thorns in hell. And I was startled. But I was also startled that I had the potential of going to hell because of sin. Because I was taught that when you come into Christ, your sins were removed and and you never needed to worry about it again. You know, I wasn't taught that when I came into Christ that I needed to perfect holiness and purity and and be raised and mature from a child to a young uh, woman to a mother of the faith. I was never taught that, that that is expected and commanded from God to actually live in this lane called holiness. And God said, if you're not going to be holy, this is where you're coming, and there's nothing I can do about it. I was in another section in hell, in a, uh, I was actually in a pit, um, and they were throwing dirt on me, these demons, and I could see Christ across the way. He was in heaven, and there was a big gap between us, and he spoke, there's nothing I can do. You wouldn't listen to me. Yeah, but I'm a Christian. I, I, I go to church. I, I read my Bible. I've done evangelism. I've done this. I've done that. I, you, what's, your, what's the problem here? Well, the problem is the same problem it's always been, sin. Sin separates you from God. Sin separates you from God. But he can remove the separation, the sin, in the blood of Jesus and our transformation, our repentance, our new life and righteousness. But that's a choice that we make. That's the responsibility of choice given to all humanity. And now he was landing it on me. And I was terrified. I had never heard this. I was raised in the rose, uh, the rose petals, not with the thorns. I didn't realize that Christ expected something of me and that my life mattered that much and that I was going to be held accountable from the activities I did upon the earth. And when I stood before Christ, if he sees sin on me and I died in sin, into hell I go. No matter what I claimed and no matter how many churches I might have attended, or no matter how many Bibles I read, or, you know, whatever my position on the earth, it doesn't matter. It matters on what we do, not on how we act or how we perform, or if we have a best-selling album, or we're the head lead of a worship group, or we have the biggest church on the earth. It will matter what you do. And if you die in sin, and your sin hasn't been discarded and removed by saying, God, I'm sorry, please wash it, and now I'm going to change lanes. I was a thief, but now I'm going to be honest. I was a gossiper, but now I'm going to do what's right. I was a slanderer, but now I will speak no evil of others. I was an adulterer, but now I will be a faithful 
spouse. I was a fornicator, but now I will wait for marriage. I was a drug addict, but now I refuse sin and live in righteousness. And when you fall down, as the Bible says, get back up. If you're falling down in sin tonight, don't stay there. Don't remain there as the devil would want you to and wallow in guilt until you commit suicide and then you're for sure into hell. But say, God, I'm sorry. I have sinned. I admit it. I'm not hiding it. I'm not blaming anybody. I confess it's my sin and I need you to remove it. And now I'm going to live right. And we repent and transform all the way out of here because we are all a work in progress underneath grace. But let's not take advantage of grace and his mercy because he said to me, when you stand before me, I can't change the book for you. I cannot sin and I cannot lie. And what I see is crystal clear. So if you die in adultery and you're, you're committing it, you're, 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 you're having sex and then you're the worship leader at church and you, you go to have sex with your adultery partner and you die during your sexual activity, you're going to hell. No matter how many Dove Awards you received. We need to be very cautious and consider our soul the most important thing we own is our life. It's the only thing that's eternal and the works that we do for God follow us and our rewards are based on our work. See, that's the gospel. There is no other sacrifice for your sin. He's done it. It's once, once and for all it's done. Let's unpackage this very important topic called sharing the gospel. Now that we know what the gospel is, that sin must be removed from our life before we exit the earth. Why are we supposed to share the gospel? The reason is love. 1 Corinthians 13, 13. And now abides faith, hope, charity, these three. But the greatest of these is charity, is love. You know, when you see someone potentially on the verge of falling into hell and the lake of fire, what does love do? Does love just let them go and look the other way as they go get another latte and go get their nails done? No, love reaches out and God will direct you who to share what, with, and when. But don't be timid. Don't be a coward. Share the truth. Sharing the gospel is a requirement of Christians. Mark 16, beginning in verse 15, reads, And he said unto them, Jesus is speaking, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believes and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believes not shall be damned. Luke twenty four forty seven, And that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. Romans 10, beginning in verse 14, How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? 
And how shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. John twenty twenty one. Then said Jesus to them again, Peace be unto you, as my Father has sent me, even so I send you. What does God say about disobedient Christians who refuse to love and share the gospel with others? Ezekiel chapter 3, beginning in verse 17. Son of man, I have made thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore hear the word at my mouth and give them warning from me. When I say unto the wicked, Thou shalt surely die, and thou givest him not warning, nor speaks to warn the wicked from his wicked way, to save his life, the same wicked man shall die in his iniquity, but his blood will I require at thy hand. Ezekiel 33, beginning in verse 7, So thou, son of man, I have set thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore thou shalt hear the word at my mouth, and warn them from me. When I say unto the wicked, O wicked man, thou shalt surely die, if thou dost not speak to warn the wicked from his way, that wicked man shall die in his iniquity, but his blood will I require at thy hand. Mark 8.38 Whosoever therefore shall be ashamed of me and of my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, of him also shall the Son of Man be ashamed when he comes in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. Luke 9.26 For whosoever shall be ashamed of me and of my words, of him shall the Son of Man be ashamed, when he shall come in his own glory and in his Father's and of the holy angels. So in the light of all this, let's break down the gospel. God created the heavens, the earth, and the angels, they were all made perfect. One day, Lucifer, the lead, beautiful angel, decided to tell God what to do. Instead of Lucifer obeying God, he now wanted to be in charge and have all bow at his feet and do his bidding. God saw this and called it iniquity. Another word for iniquity is sin. God then cast Satan out of heaven along with one-third of the angels that wanted to follow Satan in their rebellion against God's love, authority, and government. God cast these angels to the earth and some he placed in hell, which is under the earth. These evil spirits are invisible to the naked eye unless God opens up your retina for viewing them. God then made Adam and Eve. They were the first humans in existence. 
God placed them in the Garden of Eden and gave them everything. He commanded them to not eat of one tree, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. God warned them if they did eat of this tree, they would die. The devil was allowed to tempt this couple, for God has given to all people the responsibility of choice. The choice to obey God and live, or rebel against God and die. Death meaning separation from God. The first couple listened to the devil and disobeyed God. God then escorted them out of heaven and placed them onto the earth. God is just and God is holy. God abhors sin. But God longed to be united once again with his creation. So God made a way for all to be reconciled to himself by blood. In the Old Testament, God demanded bloodshed for sin. God set up a system under Moses and Aaron called the Levitical Priesthood and Mosaic Law. In this process, there were animal sacrifices. The animal's blood was shed for the people's sins. The animals were lambs, goats, pigeons, and turtle doves. In the New Testament, God did away with the Levitical priesthood, the law of Moses and Aaron. God also did away with the animal sacrifices for sin removal. God placed his one and only son, Jesus Christ, on the cross of Calvary. Jesus Christ is the final lamb sacrifice for the forgiveness and removal of sin. The Bible tells us that all have sinned. The wage for sin and the result of sin is death. Death meaning separation from God and an eternity in hell and then on to the lake of eternal fire. The Bible tells us that God loves us. The Bible informs us that God does not want anyone to perish. The Bible instructs us to ask God to forgive us of our sins and then to repent of our sins and be converted. We are to grow up and become mature Christians. Maturity is an ongoing process throughout one's lifetime. God molds us into his image, which is the goal of Almighty God, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. The Bible clearly informs us that without our repentance from sin and conversion to God through Jesus Christ, that no one will see the Lord. The unrepentant people will spend eternity, which is forever, in their choice, the lake of eternal fire. God is calling all to know and to receive forgiveness of sin through the blood of Jesus Christ. God is calling all to the obedience of the faith. Second Thessalonians 1, 7-9 reads, 
And to you who are troubled, rest with us. When the Lord Jesus shall be revealed from heaven with his mighty angels, in flaming fire, taking vengeance on them that know not God and that obey not the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, who shall be punished with everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his power. God's goal for all, Acts 26.18, reads, to open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan unto God, that they may receive forgiveness of sins and inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith that is in me. God commands and expects Christians to share the gospel story with others in order to save their life. You can share the gospel story and then walk people through these very important scriptures. John chapter 5, 19 through 29, Romans 3, 23, Romans 6, 23, Acts 4.12, John 16.7-8, Proverbs 24.23-25, Proverbs 26.28, Psalm 12.3, Ephesians 4.15, Matthew 10.34-38, Ezekiel 33.1-33, Matthew thirteen thirty seven through forty three, Matthew twenty five one through thirteen, Amos nine ten, Second Thessalonians one seven through nine, Acts twenty twenty eight through thirty two, Colossians one twenty five through twenty nine. Enjoy sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. Good night. Rialoran International Ministries Incorporated appreciates all of its faithful covenant partners and wishes each and every one of you a beautiful life with Jesus. Please visit Rialoran today at www.rialoran.org.